the Sporty Show. Welcome to Championship Chatter with the Commissioner. I am your host, Chuck Banner, and uh, we're going to start off with the League of Enthusiasm. So in case you're new, this podcast is breaking down the two leagues that I run, the League of Enthusiasm and the Dynasty League. League of Enthusiasm is a redraft with one keeper. All right, so the game of the week for week one was the Yetis versus the Weapon X Project, and 103.6 to 89.5 with the Yetis picking up the win. Nick gets a big win in week one over Jake. That leads us to the high and low score of the week with Jake being the low score, 89.5 points. And Trey with a high score with 146.2 points over Jordan. And then we bring a quick curse update. Tom, the 2020 LOE champion, won week one, 128.5 points uh, to 104.7 points to Brad to start 1-0. And that's good for breaking the curse for Tom. Unlucky team of week one is Jake's Weapon X Project. All of it, it, it just, it was bad for him with the injured Fitzpatrick going down immediately, uh, Ezekiel Elliott underperforming, Devontae Adams suffering from Aaron Rodgers' poor play, and the Bears' defense swinging 8.6 eight points in the wrong direction, netting a total of negative 3 points for the week. And then after one week, the MVP award would go to Amari Cooper, who has 2 points and 25.9 fantasy points overall in the year. Number two on the list is Tyler Lockett, also with two points and 22 fantasy points on the year. And in third place, Joe Mixon. Right? His name is Joe? Joe. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I just blanked on it, and I just went with Joe. He also has two points with 21 overall fantasy points. And then we go to the quarterback of the year race with... Uh, in first place, Kyler Murray, three points. In second place, Patrick Mahomes, two points with 35.8 fantasy points total on the year. And in third place, Jameis Winston. Yes, Jameis Winston with two points and 33.7 points on the year. And then that brings us to our week two predictions for League of Enthusiasm. You want to jump on these uh, as well, Al? We have Al here from the League of... No, not the League of Enthusiasm. From the Dynasty League. He is the reigning and defending 2020 Dynasty League champion, the Never Nudes. He is Al. Welcome. I am I am the champion. Good for you. Good for you. All right. So the first matchup is, the, uh, is Dan Turple's team, Come Get Some, versus Tom, the reigning defending LOE champion, Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks. And they are both 1-1 one one after week one. Right now, the projected total is 127.3 to 122.2 with Dan winning. And right now, I can't really punch into the matchups without my iPad like going crazy and not loading it up. No, it's okay. Considering it's Dan and Tom, I'm I'm for sure picking Dan. I'm also going with Dan here because I faced him in week one and got uh, I don't want to say brutalized, but it it wasn't good. All because of uh, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones getting me a combined like three point two points or something. It was pretty fucking nasty in our week one matchup. So I'm gonna also go with Dan though. 
All right, and then our uh, next matchup is the Weapon X Project, Jake versus Rob Zombies. Obviously, that is Rob. Jake is 0-1 in week one, and Rob is 1-0 in week one. I like um, Rob's team more, especially after I know that Jake has uh, an an injured quarterback in Fitzpatrick, and I don't know who else he has on the roster. Let's see real quick. Teddy Bridgewater, Joe Burrow, or his other top guys, and Ezekiel Elliott, who only scored like three points. Yeah, I would go with uh, Rob's just based off the top threes. Um, Stafford and Win- I think Winston was way underrated throughout everything because he's the Saints starting quarterback, so he's going to be getting a lot of points this year. And I like him more than Bridgewater and Burrow. So Yeah, I also would agree with that. Plus, you have Stafford, who lit it up uh, as well on Sunday night against the Bears. Our next matchup is uh, Your Cousins Loves Brown Chubb, which is Trey, 1-0 in Week 1, versus Chicago Twisted Maniacs. That is Brad, who went 0-1 in Week 1. I'm not going to lie. I actually like Brad's team more. I kind of want to take the top team just because they have uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray is the right now leading quarterback of the year candidate. I uh he's obviously on my on my dynasty team or whatever, but I'm playing against him in my my other league this week, so I need him to have not a, do well. Have a slightly above average week, nothing crazy like uh week one, so all right, so I'm gonna go with Brad and then you're taking Trey. Yep. All right. That's our first dis disagreements. Then next we have the Yetis, who are the week one uh, victory in the game of the week, versus Sean, the guru, who is 0-1 after week one. I'm going to go ahead and stick with Nick here. Even though I like the quarterbacks better for Sean, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to continue to do what he did last week. Sean's got Lamar Jackson, which I should automatically pick him, but it's Sean, so I'm picking the Yetis. I am also picking the Yetis. And they got Derrick Henry, who's a champion, so. Then in our last matchup of the week, uh, the battle of the Owen Ones, Jordan, Demac Flop Servin versus me, the Anti-Dentites. It's projected to be a pretty close game, 123.6 to 117.8 right now as it stands without really looking at it. I'm going to pick myself to win even though I lost week one, and I know that Jordan's got a pretty formidable team, but I also see that he has Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan as his uh, number two and three top-scoring player, and I think that uh, Ryan Tannehill's better. Um, and I just have to hope that Aaron Rodgers bounces back to form against Detroit. Dak could be the number one quarterback this year because he's going to throw it 50-plus times every game. Um, but I feel like Rodgers is just going to have a fuck you game to Detroit to come back after that week. That's kind of what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that that's a really high-scoring affair and that the Lions cover the spread. I don't know what the spread is, but I hope that happens because the Lions did cover the spread in week one. Well, yeah, when they're projected to be as bad as they are, the spread's going to be huge. So I hope, yeah, they spread was get, like, I hope they're not getting blown out every week. It was like nine and a half in week one, and they ended up almost winning. That, or almost like coming back and tying and forcing an overtime in that game. How does it feel as a Lions fan to uh, just hope that your team doesn't get blown out? Like that's uh, not – you're not looking to win games. Just make it respectable. What, what I love about 
this team this year is we are like as a Lions fan, I already know that this team is going to be bad. I already know that they're going to lose a lot of games, right? Like that's kind of the makeup and the setup for this team. We're rebuilding. We're obviously rebuilding. But what I do like is the complete culture change from the coach head coach Matt Patricia and the last like it was a total New England front office really with our our GM and then having a, a New England coach and it just didn't work in Detroit and now you're bringing a guy who seems to be a meathead but at the same time the fucking players love him he built a coaching staff that seems like the players really love and they worked hard for and they played hard for in that game in that week one game and then and the way that they played in a game that they probably knew they were going to lose like they were down 42 to like or 41 to like 10 or 17 or something at one point in that game and it was just they kept fighting back to make it a game and almost bringing it to forcing uh, uh, overtime at the end. So you've been a Lions fan for like 30 years, essentially? Uh, since like sometime in high school, I think, I, I started being like Joey Harrington. And even before Joey Harrington was really like. So we're looking at f- 15 to 20 years. Yeah, I would say that's pretty, how many, pretty good. How many times going into the season were you actually optimistic maybe like five okay and coming like you're the most optimistic person for the things you root for so that's pretty sad that five out of and there might have been a couple more seasons like another five where it was like i'm like all right if things all shake out like we could be a decent team but like we're honestly gonna be fighting hard to be eight and eight and this year like my big thing was, can we beat the over-under, which I believe was set at four and a half before the season started? And I was like, I'm optimistic that we can win five games. That's such a low bar. Like, I I, I don't know. I'm optimistic for their long-term potential, mostly because they're going to be bad. And, you know, if they can trade golf for anything... Because he was essentially viewed as negative value, so like if they can get something for him, get a top pick, get a quarterback, hope you know if he pans out, you know I like that they've been building up the offensive line a little bit. So I don't know it. Who who knows? It's Detroit. Yeah, that is the the key there. It is Detroit. Anything could happen, right? It could be a just a shit show waiting to happen. No, no, I just got it on schedule one. All right, so we're going to go right into the dynasty talk now. So do we want to go over, like, I guess we can go over what happened in week one. Uh, and, and the top game on my week one results is the Guru versus the Little Jerrys. I am the Little Jerrys. We have been terrible for years. We're trying to build our way back up, and uh, a bad showing by injured Fitzmagic immediately does not help us. So we lost 104.2 to 88.7. Yeah, I believe you're the low low scorer for the week. Yeah, just barely. And was it, I think, Sean, doesn't Sean have yours and Trey's picks? I believe so. And we are looking after week one as the worst two teams in the league. Yeah. So, good for you, Sean. 
All right, the next one up, the next game is the Gotham City Rogues. That's Jake versus the Never Nudes, our reigning and defending champion, Al. And Al got the win, 126.7 to 112.8. A lot lot of that was uh, last night. Darren Waller had 21 points, so I thank you for uh, being so high on Dallas Goddard, which you swapped me. Yeah, I've been really bad with the tight end trades. I think Waller for Goddard in a third was essentially the trade. Yeah, so. I just I, I've been really bad with the tight end trades. I'll, I'll own up to that. I mean, like some trades I'm really good at, some trades I'm really bad at, and I don't know. Maybe maybe I just need to like not trade, but it's hard because I'm in so many leagues, and some of them I just don't trade at all. And that's what it seems like. I just trade a lot. So yeah, you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing that you're trading. It's you know, if you obviously try to win every trade, it'll add up eventually, and. The next game is uh, looking like the game of the week in what is the Fug-Offs versus the Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks, and that's Rob versus Tom, and the final score is 110.7 to 111.1, a .4 difference in yeah. scores. Yeah, I believe uh, I believe Rob had the, the lead at some point, and then when and the last touchdown... Uh, I think Rob would have easily won this game had he started... Any kicker. Oh, you didn't have a kicker. All I, all His I kicker, is, I believe, was uh, on the IR. Uh, that does look like it to be the case, as well as uh, Brandon Ayuk uh, putting up a goose egg was kind of very surprising. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That did not help him. He should have picked up the win against Tom in week one. But Tom gets the victory much needed for his team to continue his playoff success. Then in our fourth matchup of the week, we have Make Juju Great Again. That is Mark versus the Little Lebowski Urban Achievers, Ryan. And this was a uh, kind of a blowout. 137.2 to 115.7. Mark picks up the easy victory over Ryan. Uh yeah, I was saying this. I thought Mark's gonna be the biggest threat to me this year. Um, I think he's got the second best team, and if you notice, he was the person who went most in on a re- full rebuild, just threw a year away to you know load up on picks and stuff. I'm pretty sure he still has more picks in the future, like extra ones, and he's got a really good young team. Um, so that's why I keep saying whoever whoever blows their team up first is gonna benefit the most in the long run so start selling off if you don't think you're gonna do well and then the last game of the week is the green bastards versus johnson's out for harambe i believe i'm saying harambe right yeah i don't know it's zach versus trey and zach picks up the pretty easy win 114.2 to 88.9 i think I think Zach's going to have a really good... I think he's going to make the playoffs this year. Um, obviously, Josh Allen's a fucking stud. I just saw a tweet right before we started that Ronald Jones is supposedly named the starter for week two. So that helps him. Yeah, but that doesn't really mean shit. He's got... Well, yeah, but between that, Najee Harris, Kareem Hunt, uh, Damian Harris, like, Ronald Jones can be a viable fourth running back for him then to where he's... Uh, I'm probably not even starting him in week two if I have that lineup. I'm starting Kareem Hunt... Uh, Najee Harris and Damian Harris. Oh yeah, I would, I would too. Plus, he's got uh, you know excellent receivers with AJ Brown, Thielen's you know really awesome all the time. Yeah, I probably just 
play Thielen and AJ Brown, those three running backs, and then uh, whatever else he's got. Yeah. So I I don't know. I would assume him and Mark are two of the two of the playoff teams this year. So. Well, that's going to be a hell of a matchup then in week two because Mark versus Zach in week two. kind of think you I would go with with Mark cuz he's got the huge advantage with Travis Kelsey so the the Kelsey advantage is is definitely big um it all depends I guess on what if the quarterbacks for Zach hit this week I well I don't know I would say that they have fairly similar caliber teams outside of the tight end position and then it's Jano Smith versus uh Travis Kelsey, so I just... Yeah, I guess I'll go with Mark then over Zach just because of the Kelsey effect. Uh, We have your matchup is uh, Never Nudes versus Johnson out for Harambe. So you're facing one of the worst teams in the league and you're the defending champions. I'm going to easily pick you to to win this game. Go 2-0. I'm going to shut him out. He's not scoring any points. I don't think that's going to happen. Then we have uh, the Guru versus the Fug-Offs. Um, Sean winning week one and Rob just barely losing. I'm going to pick Rob to win this team because I think he's got the better team. Yeah, he should really figure out that kicker situation. I feel like that's just free points. All, all he has to do there. is pick one up this Wednesday on waivers before it, they clear at 11 a.m. Yeah, it's pretty simple task and then well he would then have to insert him into the starting lineup so that is a two-step process so. uh, yeah 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 and you have to put the other guy into ir yeah fucking cut him. um well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm going rob i'm not picking sean yeah I'm, I'm definitely going rob sean your team sucks and uh i believe last but not least we have the little jerry's the underdog versus the shy style hot dog heart attacks. I'm going to pick Tom to win, even though I'm going to put the best lineup I can forward to try to beat him. Yeah, no, I I hope you put your best lineup, and I also agree that it's not going to be as good as Tom's. So I'm I'm picking Tom. I'm going to hope that all the guys on Tom's team eat some bad sushi and just have to be out for a couple of days and then they're not able to play or they play poorly on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. So here we go, a little Jerry's. Oh, man, I keep forgetting Tom. Although, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm definitely Winston. picking Tom to beat me. I forget he's got Winston. You traded him Winston, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was for like six picks? Or something, they're all low picks. It was a bunch of like seconds and stuff like that involved. Like it was it was just like a big trade because I was like, Yeah, why not try to just dump this guy that I'm not high on and if I can pick up a bunch of shit. So were you were you not high on him? Like what was your reason? You just thought like Taysom Hill's gonna beat him out? No, 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 no. It's not that. I'm just like I Cause all right, I think I've never been a Winston guy. Um when it when it turned into Winston or Mariota, I was obviously Mariota 100%. I don't think he's going to also do what he did in week one most weeks. I, I think he'll his point total oh, will probably be cut in half from that. 
the the efficiency in which like my favorite stat from the weekend was at one point he had ninety three passing yards and four touchdowns. Like yeah, it was ridiculous. He didn't even get one hundred and fifty passing yards and he got five touchdowns on the such day. Such a weird game, but like he's gonna obviously be throwing it a lot more. I think he's not gonna be throwing it as much to be honest, because I think they're gonna run heavy team. They have Latavius or not Latavius Murray. They have. Uh, Alvin Kamara. So there's no point for. The, I think what they're going to try to do is going to try to run the ball and they're going to try to win with defense. They well, that was a. You have to think of it though. They were able to do that week one because that game just got out of hand pretty quick, and then from there it's like, well, we don't need to throw. So, I don't know. I think Winston. Like what was it two years ago when he did the the thirty and thirty year and he threw for five thousand yards like him as a fantasy quarterback I think is fantastic it's I question his value in a, in the dynasty league as is he going to be an NFL starting quarterback long term but for sure this year for fantasy like I don't see why he's not going to throw for like forty five hundred yards and thirty touchdowns yeah that's possible. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch upon? Uh, uh, Jake, great pick at three nine to get uh, was it Elijah Mitchell that uh that worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted him at three ten. Fuck you, Jake. Um. So the last thing before we end this uh this week's podcast, uh, this week one. Week two volume, whatever you want to call it, uh, championship chatter with the commissioner. Volume one. Before we end that, we're gonna do a brief touch upon the top five rookies of the week one, which would also be the top five rookies of the year. There's number one is Trevor Lawrence with his 19 points in week one, and then also and this is Mark's guy, and then uh, uh, Mark's guy is also the number two rookie of the week with Zach Wilson, uh, quarterback for the New York Jets with 18 points. And then Jake, as you had said, had Elijah Mitchell, and he scored 16.4 points. He did not start him, but he did score a lot of points. In fourth would be uh, Ryan's pick, Jamar Chase, a guy who had gotten bad press pretty much throughout the majority of the preseason that was a ridiculous thing to say, though, that the ball is more difficult because they don't have the white stripe. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad I traded out of that pick. And then Sean's uh, picks up the number five at uh, Mac Jones with 15 points. I just missed it with Devontae Smith with 13.1. Jalen Waddell. But there is a free agent out there. In the top uh, eight rookies, if someone wants to go after him, I'm looking at you, Rob. His name is Evic McPherson, the Cincinnati kicker. Do it, Rob. Do it. You got 11 points, Rob. You can have the Bengals kicker forever. And that would have uh, won you the game, those 11 points in week one against Tom. Yeah, you're going fucked up. 
But that's where we're going to close this episode, uh, uh, volume one of Championship Chatter with Commissioner. I am your host, Chuck Banner, and our guest for this volume was... Champion. Al. Champion. But until next week, uh, peace out. I got shit to do.